0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Since we were talking yesterday about um, early morning behavior, one of the things that many people do in the morning is take pills. Okay, now clearly certain pills need to be taken. Uh, as we said yesterday from the Mogan Avram and other poskim. A tainus, especially a tainus of, of, of Shemuel Sabetamus, um has a tinus tainus Esther. Um, has a halacha of some Gedalia. It has a halacha according to most. Only it's not even a different kabola. It's a, definitely a tr- strong minag Yisrael. On the other hand, if you are ill, you definitely can do what you what you need to relieve yourself. If a person is taking blood pressure meds, and that is something that's like a cholashi, it's he's not exactly a cholashi but he needs to take those meds. The pills themselves are not an issue. The pills themselves, even if you have to chew them, they don't give you much enjoyment, and therefore it's it's not exactly uh, an achila. The problem is most many people, in order to take pills, need to drink water, need to have some sort of water. It lets the pill go down. So the question is, are you allowed to take some water in order to take the pill? So this is a machlokas poskin. Um, You're going to see who they are. Uh, our author here, Rabbi Meir, uh, quotes to uh, Poskin. Let's see what he says first. He says, let's say you're a chola. Let's say you're not... Taking blood pressure medication, but let's say you want to take what in Israel is called ECMO, or we would call it Tylenol. Let's say you have a you have a bad headache. You really feel that uh, you need it. You you feel that it's very important. So there, if if you have a bad headache and you can't you can't walk normally, then you can take water. Probably anyway. <laughs> and you can definitely take water to take the pill. But let's say you just feel a little bit not right, but you still want to take that medicine, or let's say a vitamin. Can you drink water? So, um, Rav, uh, Rav Rav Manashe Klein, I believe, or might be Rav Minasha Klein's son, said, then you're not supposed to drink water to swallow a pill. So what should you do? You can't get it down. So what you can do is you can actually make the water bitter. Now, how do you make the water bitter? You're going to gag on it. So one thing you can do is if the pill is a type of pill that you can crush, then you can crush the pill in the water. Another thing that uh, Rav Klein said you can do is you can soak tea bags in the water. In other words, if you take a bunch of tea bags, a, a lot of them, and you soak them in the water, you don't make. It's not like you make hot tea, but you allow the tea material to soak into the water. Then you can you can take that down, and those are easy things to allow taking the pill. Now that is the of Rav Klein. However, Rav Vosner disagrees revosner it's mashma from the true revosner that you are allowed to drink a little bit of water to swallow a pill he says it's not called trying to get hana it's only the means to get it's only the means to get the pill down now yes it does it does soothe your mouth it does taste like nice water but that's not your purpose you don't want to get hana from it it's only a means that the pill will go down with it so, therefore, Ravosner says you're allowed to. So, based on the psaka Rav Osner, who was the maker last night as well, you might remember, uh, about eating up until the time of the fast, I would say, if people are asking Kivilevich, I would say that if you feel you need to take this pill, then you can take it with water. Now, you shouldn't drink all, and again, I guess everybody's different, the amount of water they need for the pill to go down. Okay. But still, according to Reb Vosner, you are able to. And you know, if you want to be mahmir and, 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 and do it the way Raf Klein said, that's fine. Uh, I, I, nobody's going to call you an ultra from person for doing that. Next, what about taking a shower tomorrow? <laughs> Can you take a shower tomorrow? Can you take a nice hot shower tomorrow? So, the Shulchan Aruch says clearly, that the Isurim of Rechitza only applied to Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av today. They do not apply to the other fasts. However, and this doesn't apply to the Sephardim, but the Ashkenazi posts say the minneh has become not, in Ashkenaz, not to, take, uh, hot, not to take showers, full body showers or full baths on a fast day. Uh, where does that come from? Well, it's mentioned in the Sefer Atarot Zikinen, who quotes one of the great Ashkenazi poskim, the Bach, and the Bach says it specifically. The Chumras of the Bach, Lo <speaking in Hebrew> The Bach says, the Bach, writing in Lita, uh, in the sixteenth, in the beginning of the seventeenth century, end of the sixteenth, beginning of the seventeenth century, said, late fifteen hundred, six, early sixteen hundred, said. I don't see anyone being no there around to to take hot baths on a fast day. It's true the Rosh mentions that, but the Minig has changed since the time of the Rosh. So the Mishnah brings this ateresikainim down. It's brought in the Sharat Zion, Sharat uh, and it seems like the Mishnah holds of that that that's something that, as far as Ashkenazim goes, would be a would be a chumrah that they shouldn't do. Um, okay, good question. Good question. So based on what we were talking about in terms of being machmir in the night, would, it, would apply in the night as well. So um, the Mogan Avram says it's only about nefesh who shouldn't, uh, who should be machmir. But the Bach says, that's the minig of Ashkenaz, not to take showers, not to take baths. So Rav Rav Lubin, I'm not sure who he is, Rav Lubin Shlita says, a post-secondary to Israel, that the Isser of taking the baths, and this answers your question, Sheila, or the hot showers, would only be once Allah Sashachar starts once tomorrow. But tonight, there is no minig, a bal Nefesh, who's, who's anyway fasting, as we saw before, yesterday we saw the Shluchim said that you can have you can be a Bal Nefesh and you can decide to fast from tonight already. If you want to be that Bal Nefesh, then Rev Lubin said uh, yeah, you're not considered ultra from. But for the rest of us, a hot shower could be taken, and the same thing would be due if you would get up early before Alice, You can take a shower as well. So that is. Possibly, possibly. Tinus Esther might, it's a machlo, She was asking whether Tinus Esther is the same as the other three. Tinus Esther, um, the Bach is probably talking about, like Sheila saw the language of the Bach over here, the three fasts that have to do with the Horban. Tinus Esther, there are some who say it's a Tinus of Simcha, it doesn't have the same chumros, especially in terms of a woman who's pregnant. And uh however there is a sheet. What to the about col- a Tanit Khatan or Tanit uh... Yeah, Tanit Khatan is definitely you could be makeal. Um and I'm sure many Khatanim needed to take showers <laughs> and it. Um, but but some say Moshe Tainus Esther is more chummer because it's mentioned in Nevi'im. In other words, it says, Divrei Atzomot vitzakatam, v- v- Divrei Atzomot, according to many Rishonim in the Megillah, in their explanation what Megillas Esther means, Tainus Esther. So Tainus Esther was part of the Kabbalah of Purim. In the same way, Purim, the mitzvahs, or me Divrei Kabbalah, they come from the Nach itself, they from, come from the Ksuvim themselves, so the Tinus also comes from the Ktuvim. And therefore, some say Tainus Esther is more Chomor. But most Rishonim hold Tainus Esther is actually more kuladic and I don't know if the Minig would apply about, uh, I would say, no. Now, um, another delicate subject matter. What about tashmishamita on the night before? Well, obviously, if it's if it's if the if the woman is going to the mikvah that night, nobody would say push it off. Tisha B'av is different, of course, and Kippur is different. Um, however, we know that if you're a bal nefesh, we saw they start fasting from the night. Maybe that balnefesh should also, if there are such people, should also refrain from marital relations at night. In fact, Rab Meir, who he might be 30 years younger than me, I don't know. Rav Meir has a suffolk. He says, Lomar, Sha'odam Zerach Lo mitoso." which means there's a way to say that since you're eating, you could also have sexual relations the night of the tinus the tonight uh, or any night before the fast starts. If you read this language, you get the sense, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing it. What would be the source not to? So this is his source. I'll read you what his source is. His source is what we saw yesterday from the Seder Ayom, which was a Kadmon who wrote, the The right thing to do is don't eat meat tonight, don't drink wine, don't, right, in fact, feel some sort of pain. So he says, if you're not eating meat and drinking wine, it means you're not trying to go overboard. So he says, you're not supposed to eat meat or drink wine because you're supposed to feel bad. Having a sexual union is is, is the opposite of that, isn't it? So therefore, he held Misvara, Rav Meir did, that a person should be Machmir, even tonight on Tash uh, Um Rav Klein, again, it might have been Menashe Klein or it might be a different his son. I think it's her Menashe Klein's son. He says, no. He says, first of all, um, the whole din of being Machmir was when sorrows are abounding. Um, if it's not, if it's a Zman of Sholem, even though the coronavirus is still out there, you don't have to be machmir. And also, Rav Klein says, not everybody can be a bal nefesh. And therefore, if you're on a big madrega, then it's one thing. But not everybody should assume they're on a big, mal, they're a big bal madrega. And that was a psalm that Rabbi Lubin gave him himself, that you don't have to be machmir. So I would say uh, that he that that again Rabbi Meir who wrote the sefer is wrong, and that there is no union of being machmir uh, again, especially if there's any possibility that there's a rot zone from either side. Obviously, you don't want to use the fast as an excuse. What about I don't know if it's happening tonight, but there might be shever brachas happening somewhere. Can you have a shaver on the night of, let's say, the night of Shavuot Sibatamus. We know that you don't get married, you know, that the Ashkenazi Minag is not to have uh, weddings uh, from Shavuot Sibatamus on. That's not the Sephardi Minag, I know. But the Ashkenazi Minags, we don't, they don't, right? And, and, and the, uh, there's also a hanhoga that Kuala Yisrael has accepted not to listen to music. So the question is what would be tonight? If it's part of the Sheva Brachos, what should be the halacha? Now, what? Why? What, what could be wrong with it? Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll tell you uh, what might possibly be wrong with it. The Prima Godim writes, quoting the Lior Rabbah, that the calendar day of Shavos or you have to treat as if it's the beginning of the nine days already. In other words, and Asar B'tavis as well, whatever your machmir from Rosh Chodesh, at least on the calendar date of the bad day, which would be Shivas tonight already, or Asar B'tavis, that's not a day to do any of the things that you wouldn't do during the nine days. And that could be another Chumrah Uh, we're talking about in terms of taking a a hot shower based on that. Now, so therefore, you have to treat, according to this uh, opinion, you have to treat this day and the night before as if it's already, at least this day is like one of the nine days. In fact, the Ben writes that if there's a, a simcha, that's happening on the night of Asar B'tavis, He says you should not have. Okay, you have a, 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 a shever broches. You should shorten, no dancing, no rikudim, no mecholot. Um, the same thing is written by Rashomogansfried Mogansfried in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, where he says that even the night of Asar B'tavis, you should not have any music. Okay, so Rishon Mazalman writes that it's you probably shouldn't even have, if, you, if you're if you arranging the Sheva Brachos, you probably, Rishon said, you should probably not have the Sheva Brachos on the night of the fast. Now, you're going to say, you need to, you need to. You don't need to. <laughs> right. now, well, we need Sheva Brachos. No, you don't need Sheva Brachos. <laughs> Shevabrachis is a way to be Misameach. Listen, if the Khassan and the Kala need it, the family is a pressure to have it, it's one thing. But if if it's a, oh we're they're looking back like, like uh, people who got married three or four days ago, five days ago, well, there are many people who did. They're not muchlif to have, oh, we need shevarbrachas tonight. You don't need it. That's the Psaqa of If they do make one, he says it should be a little bit less. Um I definitely should not be on the same madrega of a regular uh, Sheva Brachas. So that, I don't know. I actually have been uh, to a Sheva Brachas on the night before the fast. I remember. I don't, it's been a long time since I've been to one. Um, another halacha that uh, I should tell you in the name of Rebbe Yoshev which uh, Rev. Meir brings down. Let's say tomorrow um, you accidentally make a bracha on a cup of water. Forget even though you already made the complete bracha, you don't take the drink, you don't take a sip even, you just say, um, you just say, even though, oh, I made a bracha if I don't drink, I've done an aveira. So Rabbi is machadish. No, not, not in this case. Normally, when the drink is right in front of you, uh, you take a little sip. Rabbi Yashiv says, don't take a sip. Just say, even, even though it turns out that, oh, I made a baruch Shem but you had a shhtikal kapara. Saying baruch shame can help you for that. Um, let's say you want to go shopping tomorrow. Um, obviously, it should be a day of tshuva, but let's say there's a certain store that's open and it's selling certain items. Um, can you buy? Uh, new clothes? Can you go out and shop on tomorrow? How about another uh, discussion? We just said, according to the, uh, the Mishnah Bru quotes this Prima Gaudim, that uh, quoting the uh, Rabbah, <laughs> that was uh, taking, he was a postache in the uh, beginning of the 18th century. What about making washes and doing laundries? If you're supposed to treat Tonight and tomorrow, the day of the fast, as if it's one of the nine days, then maybe you shouldn't do a laundry tomorrow either. Now, in terms of shaving, uh, that already we have the, uh, the 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 Ashkenazim, as we know, the minute of the Ashkenazim, based on the Ramah, is to stop shaving, possibly even from tonight. It could be based on what we're saying. You maybe still you still want to get a shave in. You could still shave. Uh, tonight. But by, by a loath tomorrow, you shouldn't shave. But by a safari, for example, uh, would there be anything wrong with a shaving tomorrow? Or does he have to treat it like the nine days in a way? So, so, Rav Lubin in Eretz Yisrael said that even according to this Chumrah, to treat the first, like the Shavuot S'hematam, is if it's one of the nine days, you can. Let's say if it would be a S'hematam, you could take a haircut, and tomorrow you can make a laundry. Why? Because what is nine days? The nine days that's mentioned in the Mishnah is only weddings, uh, doing very Simcha type of situations, building things of Simcha. That's what the Mishnah talks about. This whole din, the din of, of laundry, is only the shvuah Shachalbo That's what you have to realize. There's three levels. There's the three weeks from the 17th of Tammuz on. Then you have the second level, which is from Rosh Av. And then you have the week that Tisha B'av begins. This that they say that you should treat the, the, the Shavuot Sevetam is as if it's one of the nine days. doesn't mean if it's day seven or eight of the nine days. It's like it's, it's the same Chumrah from Rosh Chodesh. If you look in the Mishnah from Rosh Chodesh, it's only the week of Tishabov you can't do a laundry based on the Mishnah. So therefore, even though we have a Kabbalah to be machmer, not to do laundries uh, and not to shave, even beforehand, but according to the Mishnah, it would be all right. So therefore, Rav Lubin says, it's not exactly like one of the nine days. And therefore, you are allowed to do laundry tomorrow, and uh, we're, we would we not be machmer as far as that goes. And in the same way, Rav Shlomo Zalman says that you're allowed to buy new clothes on a Tainas Tzibur, and that would be even tomorrow, There'd be a question about making a Shechiyonu, and that's a discussion. Do you make Shechiyonus or not? Uh, during the three weeks, or on a fast day specifically, there's a Machlokas poskim about making shechiyonu. Um But you can buy the clothes tomorrow. If you are going to a store, you are allowed to buy something new. That is the Pesach of Rav Shlomo Zalman. Um Just to mention, Rabben Tzion uh, Abba Shaul, says that um, even though the haloch is correct, he says it's not the best thing to, to um, shave tomorrow. Um, it's on a fast day. And he quotes the famous Sephardi post-saker of Chaim uh in that regard. That it's ain't no stop here on one of those days. So... Uh, like I say, if you want to get up early and still get a shave in, I think that would be all right. Um, a svardi sounds like the, the Sephardi can are looking are frowning on that uh, a little bit in terms of doing that. In terms of making doing laundry, you have a hector to, to do a laundry. I don't think it's a day to, to go spend the day at the mall. If you happen to go into a store and find something uh, that you think you could wear, it would not be a problem buying it tomorrow. Here's something I want to say because Moshe is here. <laughs> uh, I think you'll enjoy this. We know that uh, the Sephardim do not read the Haftorah, uh tomorrow afternoon. The only time they have Haftorah and Mincha is only on Tisha B'Av and of course on Yom Kippur. But Ashkenazim, of course, on all the, all the Taniyot, uh, they read the Haftorah. Um, and in fact, on Tisha B'Av, there's a, uh, uh, we have a Haftorah even in the morning. Now, how about a Sephardi who davins in Ashkenazi Minyan? And they call him up for Shlishi. So he's allowed to take the Aliyah and he can read the Haftorah and even make the Brachot. However, uh, an Ashkenazi, and this happened to me, Moshe, when I daven with you, <laughs> an Ashkenazi who davens with the minion of the Sephardim, so he, he can't tell them, oh, I want to read the Haftorah. Of course not. He says there was a ma'aseh that happened, and this was about a year ago. There was a Sephardi who was Daving in an Ashkenazi minyan, and they gave him shlishi. So he made the bracha. Uh, in other words, even though he didn't uh, he, they don't even read the Torah where, where he was, but he took the Aliyah. But then they said, okay, they told the Sephardi, no, uh, read the Haftarah. As far as, no, that I'm not going to do. So what did the Sephardi do? He didn't want to read the Haftarah and he left the show. He's okay. I'm, I'm going out. So the question is, what should they do? So the, uh, I'm not sure if there was a post there, but if that ever happens, what you're supposed to do, is ask the Kohen or the Levi to read the Haftorah. In other words, they're the first ones that should read it. If they don't, if they can't, or they don't want to, then someone else can read it. But this is an interesting alakha. It's based on uh, Rav Lubin uh, found this Nota B'yuhuda. Uh The Nota B'yuhuda is not talking about a Sephardi. Let's say in general, you call someone up uh, to read uh, Get Shlishi. And then the person doesn't know how to read the Haftorah well. So who should read it? So the No Debuter says the best person to read, if it's not the person who got called up, is someone who did get called up for that laning. So the first choice you look at is the Cohen or Levi. So therefore, in this case, since the Sfardi left the shul, ask the Cohen or the Levi if they'll if to, to read the Haftara. If not, then you get someone else to. Do. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.